Welcome back. Yeah, it's that time again. It's Castle Council time. Yeah, as I said, welcome back, guys. It's uh, been a while. In actual fact, the last time I spoke to you was back in May. I think it was May the 15th of this year. So it has been a year, yes, but it's been uh, a good couple of months in actual fact. And the last time we had a Castles Council was actually um, May the 15th. Well, the actual the last Castle Council show itself was actually the beginning of May, and uh, back then we were talking about lockdown blues. If you remember listening to that podcast, not sure if you did. And then, of course, there was a boxing one I did a bit uh, later that month um, with Jody Solomon for uh, the boxing show that I do as well. But yeah, we are now on the eighth of December. Now, this is the scary thing. We're on the eighth of December. It's um, day 256 of lockdown. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, lockdown, maybe you're listening to this and we uh, it's the future and you're not sure what I'm talking about. I'm going to take it as that's the only reason why you don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, we're locked down here in South Africa. 256 days we've been in lockdown. And um, yeah, the number of COVID infections in South Africa has risen by another 3,300 today. Um, and that means that we are up to the 817,000 mark of uh, people that have got infected with this disease in those last 256 days, whatever it is. And uh, the number of deaths is only 22,000. And you know, we don't want to harp on this COVID story too long, but just to touch base with it. Because we are still in the middle of this and we, the reason why you haven't heard from me in a while is uh, to do with lockdown and work. And we'll go into all that in a little bit. But as it stands right now, uh, in the world, we've had 19,300,000 infections. Well, that's the active infections at the moment. There has been 68 million in total that have had the, the, the disease. Only 19.3 are still uh, active. And we've only had a death, I say only, it sounds a little bit bad, but we've only had a, a 1.5 million deaths. It's a lot of people, but in the scheme of things, there's only a 2.2% death rate. That means the recovery rate is is quite high at the moment. And the question will always go on and on and on about, is it, is it as bad as the, everybody says it is? Um, did it need the lockdowns and those are conversations that we can ha- go on and on and on with um, I think it'll be debated for a good still, good good few years still as to whether this lockdown was needed um, of course what it did to the economy and what it's done to economies around the world uh, scary, scary times in terms of uh, the economies and, and death and there was some news of some crazy new disease coming out of India, a uh, whole lot of deaths or a whole lot of sicknesses, should I say, hospitalization, any one death so far um, from India with this, some disease. I don't even know what it is yet. But is this the start of the walking dead, um, the apocalypse? People are talking about, they're saying, you know, it's just been a, a crazy year with so many weird uh, things that have happening 
all around the world in different in different different spheres. I, I don't even know how to talk anymore. I feel like I've lost the ability to talk these days. I'm mumbling here, and I feel like I've lost uh, how to do this. But I'm sure you'll let me know if I'm doing this wrong or right as we move forward and as we go on. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a crazy year. It's been um, a hard year for for a lot of us. Um, but more importantly, uh, we've made it. Well, some of us have made it. Some of us have made it through this. And and if you've made it to the other side of this, and when I say the other side, I, I don't even know if we've made the other side yet. I'm not sure if we got to the other side of what uh, this whole COVID thing is. But definitely got through the the five levels of lockdown. Even though there's talk about a possible re-lockdown, I see the the numbers were went, went a bit crazy uh, recently. We had numbers up in the vicinity of 4,000 in new infections a day uh, recently in South Africa. And I think today is the first time that we're under 4,000 daily infections. Uh, yeah, as I'm looking, so I'm looking at the numbers right now. Um, the 1st of December, we had 2,200. On the 2nd, we had 4,100. Then on the 3rd, we had 44. On the fourth, we had four nine. On the fifth, four six. On the sixth, four one. And now, uh, on the seventh day, which was yesterday, we've had three three. I don't know what today is, is going to bring us. Hopefully, less. But if those numbers stayed up in that four thousand, it looked like we would possibly. And there are rumors going around again that there's possibly going to be another lockdown. Uh, who knows? You know, we've heard a lot of rumors and a lot of stories. Numbers aren't promising. The rest of the world went back to lockdown on their second wave. I'm sure there's a, a lot of people out there that are scared of, of what we're going through and scared of what is going through. I know America at the moment is in a, in a shit show. Uh, not only have they got COVID to deal with, they've also got to deal with the, the change of their presidency. Donald Trump being trumped by uh, Biden. Um, Biden being sworn in as it stands at the moment on the 23rd of January. We'll have to wait and see if that happens. I know there was a, was it Donald Trump went through a, an appeal. Whether he gets it right or wrong, I don't think, the, I don't think you get it right. Quite honestly, I don't think it's going to happen. But uh, yeah, he's put through an appeal and we'll wait and see what happens in the States. But they got a big problem with, with COVID as it is right now. Uh, but I don't want to hop on COVID. I'm just, uh, I'm just happy to be here still. And, uh, yeah, welcome you back to the Castles Council. Uh, we're going to get things going again. I'm going to try and get uh, a couple of guests in here, a couple of people I've obviously met through this uh, lockdown period. And I've had the pleasure of discovering some new people uh, in my in my hood, should I say, when I mean by that, people that have entered my life, interesting people. Um, and then again, some old names and old faces that we're going to bring onto the show that we need to. Uh, we, yeah, it's time to get the Castles Council back up and running. I've had calls from people that listen to Castles Council during lockdown. Um, thank me for the shows. Thank me for the difference that it made. Some of the things I had said at certain times touched base with some, some people out there. And I appreciate everybody listening to the show because, uh, I, only reason why I do it really is because, uh, if it means or makes one difference in somebody's life or, 
maybe just make somebody wiser by one of the things or one of the people that come on the show and share something that maybe changes something. It's uh, all worthwhile. I don't do this for money. I do this purely because I enjoy the medium of, of, of talking, of speech, that medium of, of being out there. Obviously, radio, my first love. Um, but yeah, definitely I, I enjoy this medium of, of sharing and talking and, and giving my views and my opinions. As everybody tell, tell you, I'm very opinionated. No, no one's ever said that about me twice. No, um, yeah. So that's what we gained back. But yeah, just to touch base about what's happened in the last uh, few months of, 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 of my life. I've had to um, move residents. Uh, my previous landlords at a, a place where I was staying, where I actually started Castles Council, funny enough. I started Castles Council where I was living, and that was in, in Panda Lodge. Um, my very, very, very uh, considerate and thoughtful and caring landlords at, uh, at Panda Lodge um, decided that they weren't going to help me out at all even though my business was closed, not because I wanted to close it, but because I was forced to close and they weren't going to help out in any kind of way. They wanted their full rental. They wanted their pound of flesh. Um, and so I was uh, forced into a situation where they quite sillyly agreed that I could leave uh, my lease early. If um, yeah, basically I could get out of my lease if I left as soon as possible, which I thought was quite stupid because now their place has been standing empty, I think, for a, for a while. They're not getting any money where they could have just helped me and I probably would have stayed because I really enjoyed my time there. But they uh, forced my hand and in, in a way helped me out because I've uh, subsequently moved to a beautiful place out in uh, the northern suburbs of Joburg here called Lone Hill. And um, beautiful house, sunny, warm house, big, lovely garden. I've got my lovely little... Uh, studio here set up um got it set up eventually and uh i can't say that um i'm unhappy i can't say that i'm happy about the fact that i had to move um it's been a blessing and uh i'm a very happy man in my new res of course i have also subsequently moved in with uh, the lady in my life and uh we are now what they called in a domestic partnership, which somebody cut me out about the other day saying it's the most unromantic thing you could ever call your relationship a domestic partnership. So I won't refer to it as domestic partnership. I had to change that on Facebook because somebody said I shouldn't have it there. It's unromantic. Um, and we are in a relationship, uh, but we live together. So it's a domestic, re- it's a, it's a domestic love relationship. Well, I don't, how would you even turn? Oh, who, who cares? Anyway, I'm out here in It's uh, been a tough uh, couple of months. The the gym side of of, of my life, the boxing gym, uh, top box, I uh, went through a very hard time, obviously, initially with the lockdown. But pretty much uh, as soon as we came out of that five weeks of, of complete lockdown where we weren't allowed to even leave the house or see anybody, I pretty much went back to start hustling and got myself busy again, got new clients. Believe me, there were people out there that were eager to help, eager to support, eager to get back to doing something. Um, I picked up some new clients. I had some of my old clients stick with me, even help me out when we weren't training, still help me out financially in terms of paying me, saying that you know they were coming back and they uh, lent themselves 
to which I've obviously I'm eternally grateful. Uh, without sort of those sort of things happening, life would have been a, a damn sight hard. Look, it was hard, but it would have been a whole lot harder. And uh, I had great people around me um, from the people that supported me in terms of business, uh, coming on board and tr- training with me. Even though we weren't allowed to, we, we hit our way, we locked up so people couldn't see that we were in the gym and we worked from uh, full days. People every hour really come out there and, and, and people, yeah, I, I don't even know how to explain. It was like a COVID operation, but it worked so well. And uh, with that, I was able to, um, as it stands right now, my business is saved. Uh, Whether we go from here, the landlord will decide that in terms of if he starts to demand unrealistic repayments or or fees or whatever going forward, it's going to probably be a little bit harder. But if we maintain the status quo, um, I would happily say that we we have saved ourselves and uh, managed to save top box so that's uh, a big plus for me and obviously for those people that that come to top box i'm sure they're very happy to hear that as well but uh, yeah i've had some wonderful friends around me that were you know we helped each other i think we lent on each other we had some crazy get-togethers in lockdown where we uh, were able to sneak into one or two of our friends uh, establishments and and have get together with a couple of mates, have a, have a, have a dinner, um, have a, have a little bit of a party. And, uh, I think without those sort of moments of sort of, of just making connections and being with other people around us, I don't think, um, it would have been as an easy ride as it turned out to be. And I say easy, obviously not trying to be forgetful in terms of what we went through, but it was a lot easier than some people had because we had, the ability to to still get together and and bond with each other and uh, yeah, thanks to all the mates out there for that. Uh, even if it was um, even if it wasn't in person, we had you know we had that what's become known as Zoom, the Zoom wall. Everyone knows Zoom calls, but I mean like the get together, the Zoom drinks and uh, and uh, the Zoom tequila. Uh, yeah, Zoom took took lockdown to a whole different level. Uh, there was also another app that everybody was running around with called House Party. And uh, yeah, I think all those that those apps grew tremendously in lockdown, as did I think a, a large portion of the of social media, as well as the online work. I mean, a lot of people and a lot of people still are working from home, getting through the 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 time where we're still in what level five lockdown at the moment, which means we can go back to work. We are allowed to go out. There's the curfews at twelve, and there's certain other restrictions. But, um, yeah, there are still people that are working from home or companies that just said, listen, stay there. You're doing what you're doing. Carry on doing it. So there are a lot of changes in the world. I think I don't think we'll ever see the world the same way as we saw it in the 2019. I think the world and the business world has, has changed in terms of interaction, in terms of office-bound uh, people. Uh, that's all, all changed, and uh, which, is, which I think is a good thing. Um, because it's just shown us that we don't need to have that much of a commute. We don't need to spend uh, our crazy times, you know, in traffic. If people out there or know how to do it, we can save a lot of time and energies and, and petrol and and just, you know, work remotely if, if, if able to. Obviously, certain things can't be done remotely, 
But those that can, I think, are. And uh, uh, as I say, I think the world is changing. And uh, things have been obviously affected hugely on the boxing front in the boxing world. Uh, we've only recently got back to holding tournaments uh, in, in South Africa. Um, there have been some crazy restrictions in terms of that. Obviously, there's maybe no, no fans. No fans are allowed to go to, to, the, to the fights. So everything's sort of been televised. Or those that can get television have been able to run tournaments or stream them. Um, but no, obviously you weren't allowed any crowd there. And then the, in the Infinite Wisdom's Boxing South Africa came up with the idea of creating this thing called the Biobubble, where you had to go into a Biobubble for a week prior to the fight. So you as a fighter and your trainer and your camp went into a Biobubble for a week before the fight. Uh, but the judges and referees and the media that were at the tournament only went in three days and some, well, from what I can understand, so the judges and referees only went in three days prior and the media didn't go into a bubble at all. They, they were allowed to the event. So I'm not really sure what the whole thought pattern was that went through somebody's mind that decided this quarantine period. And then, of course, which I found quite hilarious, is that you and your trainer are, are in quarantine for a week. You're living together in a hotel room. You're in each other's company 24-7, basically, in this buyer bubble with other fighters and trainers. And uh, yet in the fight, your trainer still has to wear a mask and a shield when you when he's taking you in the corner. Now, I'm on, <laughs> Why? Can somebody tell me why? You've just spent a week with this person. You've both been in isolation. You both clearly do not have COVID. Yet he still has to wear a mask. And, a, and you have to wear a mask and a shield when you go to the ring. What the fuck for? I mean, does not make any sense? I mean, I don't hop on it, but I'm just... I'm, I'm just trying to understand it. A week in quarantine and then you still have to wear a mask and a shield, your cornerman. I don't know. If, I, I don't even know if some of these boxers could even hear what their trainers were telling them. So it would have been interesting to actually get some feedback. And maybe in one of the boxing shows, I'll get somebody that actually fought during this time and actually ask them about it. Because I think it's quite interesting. And the thoughts that and, and, the, and the planning and the... The understanding that went into why that had to happen. Um, yeah, crazy bats. On the upside, yep, we held a white-collar boxing event. Yeah, we were able to hold a white-collar boxing event in lockdown. I think it was lockdown four. We put on a white-collar tournament. And um, no, we didn't do any bio-bubble. And no, we didn't make people wear masks. Um yeah. we just it was uh, it was something that just wasn't uh, wasn't necessary it, it it would have been quite a silly thing quite honestly if if that if we had done that anyway we held the white collar event WBE 28 was held um, it was on the 27th of October or was it the 28th of 28th of October uh, it was a fantastic event. We held it at a, a place just down four ways at Lockstock and Beer. It was sold out. 
it was a cracker event. We obviously limited numbers due to due to the lockdown restrictions, but we still had a great turnout. The fights were fantastic. The guys put on a magical show. Uh, there is a video clip of it uh, floating around on the, the WBE page of those fights. Uh, we had uh, Ruckus Media came through and did a little bit of a an interview and uh, a bit of highlights on the actual fights, which I think was was fantastic to to have that footage and have that Mark Jobert and his crew came and did coverage of it. So thanks to Mark Jobert from Ruckus Media for covering the event. And yeah, so there, there has been a lot happening in 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 the the world of, of of boxing, obviously. And again, now there's some tournaments coming up in the end of December, where they've limited the bio bubble now to only uh, three days, well, seventy two hours, which I think is going to get reduced now to forty eight hours. But again, the, the, why and how? I'm not really sure. But, you know, we've got to do what we have to do and uh, let the sport continue. Thank God that they're starting to let spectators back in some of the events overseas. Uh, this past weekend, the Errol Spence, Danny Garcia fight, there were spectators allowed back into the stadium. Obviously, there was social distancing. There were limited numbers. But it's good to see people back at, 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 at sporting events. Um, Sunday night, we saw the return of the old faithful Anfield crowd at the Liverpool's uh, home game to Wolves. Uh, they had 2,000 spectators. They allowed into one of the stadiums, uh, which was, was just lovely to see and uh, obviously had a massive impact on the game as well. Uh, yeah, so it's great to see that they are allowing uh, spectators back. Even though the infections have gone crazy in the States, um, the UK has also had a couple... But there are certain hotspots again and there are certain areas that they, they are not allowing that. And then the areas that are sort of behaving themselves, they are allowing the spectators back. And it's slowly but surely, um, hopefully we'll get back to the normality uh, of the world as we as we did know it, where we had sport events. All we can do is hope and pray that uh, we return to normality and that everybody uh, gets past us. I know that today... Is the first day in the UK that they're rolling out the the what's that thing called antidote? Uh, what do they call that thing? It's the first day. God, I can't even think today. My brain is gone for a the the vaccine. That's the word. The vaccine is being rolled out today in the UK, and they are only rolling it out to the as they said the, the older the older generation. I think the, over over eighties. So the first Britons received the vaccine today, uh, you know, and again, it's, it's older, the older crowd. I'm not really sure why they're doing the older crowd or why they particularly went there. I don't know if it's a case of, well, they haven't got long to go, so the, the long-term effects won't have an effect, or whether it's a case of they want to get to those that are the most in danger and uh, get the vaccine to work. I'm somehow thinking it's a bit of both. But time will tell how that works out anyway. And yeah, um, the world returns to a little bit of normality. Um, hopefully uh, starting to get better in terms of, 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 of things returning. Uh, and then I guess I said we have had the increase of infections all over the show. Uh, but with hopefully this vaccine now puts us in a position where we, we can feel a little bit safer. Christmas coming up. I um, hope you've listened to my 
podcast I did about two years ago, because that's I've been doing this for two years. Obviously, I took off six months in this year. But about two years ago, I started Castle Council, and I did a, a, a podcast back then. It was called um, something about Christmas. I can't remember what it was called. It was my second or third one. It was uh, The Christmas Spirit, Does It Exist? was the one actually asked that question. December the 13th, I did it called The Christmas Spirit, Does It Exist? And in that podcast, it was done a little bit of tongue-in-cheek. I had uh, special guests that I brought in there. I had uh, Santa Claus came in and uh, had a chat to me. And, of course, uh, the guy himself, uh, whose birthday it is, uh, JC, Jesus Christ, came in and had a chat to me about Christmas and the Christmas spirit. And if you haven't heard that podcast, do yourself a favor, go listen to it. It's the right time of year to listen to it. I talk a little bit about the Christmas spirit and about Christmas itself. Um, yeah, go have a listen to it. It'd be interesting to hear. Um, it's, it's, an, it's, a, it's a good listen. It's a, it's a fun listen. As I said, a bit of tongue in cheek. So go and uh, have a listen. But um, yeah, um, I hope that everybody is safe and sound um, this time of the year. And as we go towards New Year's and uh, 2021 approaching, I'm not sure if we're going to have a New Year's Eve or whether we're going to have the curfew start at 12 o'clock or the government's going to say for New Year's Eve you can go to bed at 1 or you can leave at 1 because it's pretty much going to stuff up a lot of businesses that are having New Year's Eve parties or doing the countdown. I'm hoping that uh, sense prevails and they do lift the curfew for New Year's Eve and at least push it to 1, half past 1, give people a chance to celebrate the New Year and the back end of this shitty year. But uh, time will tell what Uncle Cyril does. Maybe the next family meeting, he'll let us know. And we look forward to, to, to hopefully, um, you know, in 2019, we all said, fuck what a shit year. It really it can't get worse. You know, so everyone's looking forward to a great 2020. And 2020 came in and we started off and, wow, we got hit sideways with this COVID thing. Old Corona came in and took us out and showed us that if you thought the last few years were cock, this is what cock is. And I'm praying to God that whatever's happening in India now with that disease, whatever's fucking up there and whatever else comes, I'm hoping that we're not going to get a worse 221, um, 2021, should I say, and that uh, things start to improve for all of us. Uh, yeah. Uh, from my lips to God's ears, I hope that we um, have a great 2021. I'm hoping to get another show in before the end of the year. I'm going to bring in uh, somebody, uh, maybe two maybe two shows, maybe I'm pushing it. But I'd like to get somebody in studio and have a chat because I think it's uh, time to get things rolling again, get the Castle Council back out there and uh, take it from there. But yeah, it's good to be back behind the mic. I'm hoping you enjoyed the catch-up. I'm hoping you enjoyed about where I've been and where I've uh, and what I've had to do. And um, we will be talking to you again very soon. And remember, guys... As I say in all my in all my ends of my podcasts, it's nice to be important, and in particularly in today's age and where we are right now, it's so more so much more important to be nice to everyone out there. So lend yourself, guys. Smile if you can't do anything. Just smile. And it's coming from the grumpy bear himself. I'm saying smile, smile because it can make a difference. Yep, that's from me. Until the next time, I'm Stephen Castle. And I don't give a fuck.